What's up, brother, gentle listeners? This is me, your guy, Keith London. You know, I was trying to figure out or just think about what makes the roller high, you know, roller sport um, thrive. First of all, I think the most important thing for it to be a sport and for it to thrive is competition. It gotta be competition, right? So. That being said, I mean, every team, every person, every individual that chooses to engage in any kind of competition, you have to try to put their best foot forward to beat the best flyers possible out there, right? Some guys are in competition or in the sport just to beat the guy next to them they talk to every day who's only scoring 20 points. And then if they score 21 points, they feel like that's an accomplishment. Well, if you think that's small, that's that's small of a scale, yes, then that's some kind of accomplishment to you. On a greater scale, first you're trying to beat everybody in your area, then everybody in your region, your club, then everybody in your region, then everybody in your country, then everybody in the world. All sports, in every sport, except for kids, little kids, where participation is really important. When they just learn this, they don't really, they're not really competitive. Nobody really have any skills or anything. But as you go up, go up, get higher and higher in a level of competition of sports, then the competition starts to take place. Where you got to work on your skills. Whereas the Birmingham Rose, we got to work on our training skills, homing skills, breeding skills. You know what I'm saying? So we got to figure out which birds we're going to breed and what's the best way to train them, what's the best way to get the best out of them, right? Competition. We're looking for, first you want your birds to do the best as you think they can. Fly competition, that's your way of gauging them. Different levels of competition, that's your way of finding different levels of ga- gauging them. You know what I'm saying? So, some guys will go get some birds and think they're automatically going to be competitive. One out of every 20, 15, 20 families, that may happen, right? You might be in a position to win. First, we gotta learn how to be in a position just to compete. You know what I'm saying we gotta be able to just to just compete, and that's what most guys don't get yet. Most people don't get whether it's a guy, female, man, woman, somewhere in between. And then with the Brahman Road, we 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 have, we have very few women, so but the women are involved. There are very few children that actually compete but they do fly rollers so we try and get the competition part going in competition real competition you want to beat the best flyers at their best period why try to handicap a flyer so you can beat them or so they can't beat you that's not being competitive sorry it's not 
we want to try to be competitive, competitive as possible. I remember back in the um, 90s when I first started competing. When I got an ICRC, when I got in, when I started Westside in 93. I had already hung around um, ICRC since late 88. But at that time, I was still playing basketball real heavily, still traveling and everything like that. Right, so in 92, when I stopped, I reached out to get an ICRC then. And I couldn't get in then. I had to wait until the following year, which was 93. So I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was in jail. I was in the county jail in Wayside, to be exact. And I thought, well, I guess I'm going to start my own club and I get out of jail. Without being ICRC or not. So when I got out, I got my birds going, I started, I got some guys going, we started a club. At the same time, I got an ICRC, I got voted to ICRC. Right? So at that time, my competition level was just to win my club. I wasn't even thinking about everybody else. I was just thinking about just my club. That's as far as my competition level was, just there. So when I accomplished that, then I got introduced to the National Fly. Um, my, my, I, had to, I had to broaden my horizons a little bit. But I was still mostly concentrating on club. Like that, right? I, I didn't feel I could compete on that national level. Right? Or the World Cup level. Back then, I think it was just national. So what I did was, I kept flying... I won two years in a row in ICRC and won two years or three years in a row in Westside. Then I lost to Rayvon, came in first, I came in second, then ICRC, I think. Ernest Middleton came in first, then I came in second. Then I, I won, won, won again, then in, in, in Westside, then um, Tom and Javier Flores beat me, I came in second again. First, first, first. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is we're going to reach higher than the guy next to us, than the guy that's in our club. You know what I'm saying? Than the guy that's in our region. Why not try to win the, the, um, the whole nation and the whole world? So that's what, that's what we try. That's what we got to try to do. We got to reach like that. Like I heard Deuce say, I want to beat Keith. I want to beat this person. I want to beat... Why do you want to beat them? With all when people score 10, 15, 25, 30, and you score 40. I mean, you beat them, but and the person who won the whole thing and you with the, the, the contest you win score 500. So there's really no accomplishment. People don't care about that. It might make some hair grow on your chest, but that's small. You're thinking too small. When I try to win it all and you beat everybody, everybody falls under your winning umbrella. I'm just saying. That's how, that's how I started looking at it. If I win it, I beat everybody. And I never would try to beat specific people. Until I, but I knew to win the national, to be competitive in the national and World Cup, I had to be competitive with the guys in CPRC. I knew that. So, I used to go to their flies all the time, watch the bird, listen to them talk. They talk about how, what they're doing and how they did this and this. So, and I said, hmm. I know what I need. I need some birds like those or similar to those or some of that blood in my birds. So I saw that those birds got those birds and I immediately rose up a little bit. I 
and that's how we gotta think. That's just how we gotta think, just like that. So, I'm always trying to do better. Like, right now, as far as competition is concerned, at first I was looking at, um, I looked at the hobby from the outside, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna beat these dudes, scoring 100 something, I'm gonna beat these dudes easy. And I start competing. It's more to than having the birds to do it. You gotta strategize. Because you got a lot of things going against you right now. First of all, I haven't been competing in, in five or six years. That's working against me. Second, the BOPs are a little dangerous, a little way more, twice as bad, maybe three times as bad as they were back then. But they worse, way worse. I mean, back then, I could fly my birds. I could start flying my kit in mid-February. They have them in farm, ready to go in two or three weeks. And fly them all up until mid-October. With hardly any interruptions until about late September. I mean, there was no getting hit by no falcon in no March, April, May, June, July, August. And the first part of September. Falcon. But none. It was some red tails here and there, Cooper here and there. That was it. So, to be competitive, the Spartan way, you gotta figure out a way. Getting better birds to come in faster and, and, and get the clicking up and linking up faster. That was one. That was one, one reason, one way. The second way was um, trying to figure out how to work around the BOPs. So, what does, trying to figure out what does a BOP do that hurts you? Take your best birds, breed more good birds, or breed all good ones, meaning that your percentages gotta be up. Instead of have two click pair, you breed 20 pair, 30 pair. How about having, how about breed 20 pair and 17 of them a click, or can do some high percentage birds, and, and other three are pretty good, enough for feathers to be enough to compete. I started looking, looking at it that way, as far as the competition, right? So I never really worried about what nobody else was doing. But everybody felt the need to tell me what they were doing. I just got this. I just got a bird off this. I'm like, oh, okay. That's one pigeon. You got to breed 20 of them. And you got to make sure they all stay and they all click together. So, okay, good luck with that. And that's how I always looked at it. My competition. Until I started seeing dudes really, really score. I said, whew. Man, I got a lot of work to do to catch up with them. And that's when all my thing was doing, trying to get next to them. Up there, up there with them so I've been in a position to compete with them so if they score a 5 from I got a chance to score a 502 503 and that's how I always looked at it you know what I'm saying I would try to look at it that way at least try to look at it that way so what do we do it's crazy how some guys know they can use birds from somebody because their little personal feelings, they won't go try to get the birds. I've never thought that way. I can know somebody don't like me, and if I need their birds, <coughs> I would try to get them, but I don't want them from nobody else. I try to get them from them until they express that they don't like me. I know I'm not, because I know they're not going to send me the best, so they're not going to get the best, so I won't mess with that person. But the good thing is, nobody out here created a created a family their birds all their birds came from somewhere else so if I can't get their birds I go to the source 
that's how that's how I got around a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of disappointment. I would go to the source, and I was willing to spend what I needed to spend to get what I needed to get. But I want the ones I want to use, not the ones they want to let me get. <laughs> so I'm saying, because I was willing to pay the price for those ones. So as time went on, I figured out a way to get competitive. I figured out a way to help other people get competitive. Saying, I got to a point where I can go to guy's house and say, you know what you need to do? You need to get birds from such and such. I need to try a bird from such and such. I never even told guys to try my birds. But I'll tell my, or I see a bird, I say, no, I got a hand and go really get on that bird. Either I sign my sell to him or give it to him. Either or. I won't let guys borrow birds at this time. So... I still think the same way that I don't like letting guys borrow birthdays through my really close, close friends or relatives. That's it. So, we're trying to get competitive, right? So, we're trying to compete. Like, right now, there's a fly that's trying to put together us against the high desert. Um, but the guys here are so caught up on beating each other, they can't even think about beating nobody else. They're so caught up on beating the next man out here. That's crazy. I always set my sights on beating up, winning the whole thing. If you happen to fall under me, well, so be it. You fell up under me. But I don't look at it like that. I look at shit, I didn't win. I'm like, well, at least I beat this person. Now, some dudes think. I know some dudes think like that. Well, at least I beat this person. And that's why they think they're so small. They think so small. It's pitiful. I'll be thinking, damn, I didn't win. I didn't beat the winner. Even if I came in second or third. I mean, it's a common, I'll take it, but it's not what I was trying, what I wanted to do, what I was trying to do. So what do we do? Uh, I'm having a good breeding year, but not a real good flying year. I've been losing birds here and there, like birds here, two here, a bird there, three here, like crazy stuff, straight crazy stuff happening. Like I got a bird, I just lost a couple of days ago, a few days ago, made my young my youngest kept flying, flagging them up. They flying around, and three birds keep flying. So they start flying down the street, circling, circling down the street, and they start going down like they were about to land. And then two of them went down like they landed, and they kept and they was adamant about going down. I'm like, what the heck? So I realized that somebody got some birds down in the big sun pen. I don't know if they let them, if they're trying to get the birds down. Like they don't fly pigeons. I think they're just trying to straighten those. I'm trying to figure out who it is. I think it's somebody that know me. Or know of me. But anyway. But I'm just making a point. That some stuff that's weird stuff happened. That's one bird though. But it's a major bird. Of a major pair. So. Now I lost two, six birds. Like over a week ago. That day it was um. That weird day, and everybody birds flew, flew, flew toward the northwest. I had 12 birds go that way. I got six back, six didn't come back. And that's crazy because the six birds didn't come back, four of them was the main ones I wanted back. That's crazy. I didn't get, well, not even four, it was, one, it was three. Three of them didn't come back. So I'm like, no, it was four, it was four. Sorry, sorry guys, it was four. So I'm gonna take a brief pause. 
for a word from our sponsor. And I'll be right back. All right, I'm back. So, so now I'm training up some other birds, and all these birds, I put these birds together for my whole purpose of breeding my birds this year was to make sure there's too, not too many flat days. I mean, there are going to be some off days where the kit is not working together, but flat days, I'm trying to erase that all together. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to erase that. That's my, that's my goal right now. So I'm working on that right now. I'm doing second the birds that always want to roll, always want to work together. I put the birds that want to work together on the brakes to the birds that want to work all the time. I mix that's how I'm doing it. I got some birds that throw birds that work on the brake, work on the brake. I'm, I'm putting those with the birds that want to work all, all the time, whether it be individual or on the brake. You know I'm saying that's what I'm doing right now. And I think it's going to work. I'm almost sure it's going to work. It might take a little long to get them right there, but, but once they get there, they're going to be really good. And that's what I'm working on right now. I've identified, identified birds within the loft that do such things. I got, I, got, I got hot birds. I got deep birds. I got the birds that want to go on a break. I got hard warning birds, and I got the cooling birds. The cooling birds, when stuff gets a little bit too frequent, too hot... Now, and I kind of want to extract that, but calm it down a little bit. I got birds to put them to do to get that out of the birds. That's why I got. That's why I'm so specific. There's so many tickets about which birds I want to let go. I can't let go of nothing. I think I'm gonna leave need two years later, or two seasons later. So I, you know what I'm saying. So what I'll do is I put them at my club member's house. Let them breed them until I'm ready to use them. If I'm not never ready to use them, then they keep breeding them until I decide to sell them or let them have them. That's what, we, that's what we do. We're trying to build those stone birds that can do that. Like, uh, like now, competition-wise, let's just say I have a good season. Whereas, I don't lose too many birds from main kit. I get a good second kit going. And, and maybe a third. That's pushing it, but first kit, great. And second kit, doing good. And maybe a third kit going. And then I start to figure out at my best, if I scored eight or nine hundred points, who could beat me in my who has the potential to beat me in my region? If I score eight or nine hundred points in my region, and if I don't think seen anybody in the region, then I think the nation. And I start seeing guys from other other states that can knock that score down, right? So that's how I start thinking. So to get above them, I gotta at least get here into this level. Now when I get to this other level, who do I think can knock me down then? I think like that. So I said, hmm, well, this person could, and this person could, nah, maybe just this person. So my eyes are good. I don't try to reach too much further than that, but I try, I, I try to train them to be there. So, and that's how I look at it. Um, a lot of guys have birds, they don't understand the fact that as good as they think they birds are, they have no chance of scoring a certain amount of points because they haven't done the work yet. I mean, they ain't saying they can't do this score 300, but scoring eight and higher is, is a different level. And some dudes don't have the birds that are capable of doing that. Um, and it's the truth. 
I mean, I know that already. So, and that's how I look at it. That's why when I think about, I think about that kind of stuff. That's kind of thoughts going to my head, right? Now, if you go outside this region, if I go to the IE area, like the Riverside area, okay? And there was once where if you score 500, there's like 10 people that could probably knock that down. Now there's maybe two, three, maybe three. I won't stay saying names, but I'm probably three. At one time it was 10 that can probably knock you off, knock you off that 500 points, no problem. In the high desert, maybe four at that time. Now, 500 a possible one and a half maybe LA one period so and that's how I see that's how I gotta look at I gotta look I gotta be realistic like that and I gotta think like that you know what I'm saying but when you get past when you get up when you get to a certain level you gotta start thinking about bringing in birds from your from your kit. Like right now, I have a hen in my kit, right? Probably the best spinner up there. Probably one of the best spinners I've seen in a while. Period. Anywhere, right? She can really lock it up, and she's a hard worker. So now, the decision I have to make between now. In the Royal Rumble, or right after the Royal Rumble, is if I need her in a kit to actually win it. You know what I'm saying? Does she got to be present in the kit to win it? I don't think she has to be present in the kit. I don't think she do not right now. She'll help, but I don't think she has to be present. You know what I'm saying? She's one of them really, really, really good ones individually and with the kit. So she go individual and she go with the kit and she go on a break. So I have a sister her that's, that was. I got put up but no, she wasn't like her she was more of a break bird but not the, the, the velocity and speed nah I have another sister heard this in the kit it's the bird if, if you guys saw my kit I'm never afraid it's a black bird that kept one out of the kit but I figured out what it was the matter with her she wasn't feeling well I gave her my pills for three days and, and fed her a little extra for a few days now she's flying perfect again so she, she was under the weather and that's how she expressed it. You know what I'm saying? So, sometimes when birds mess up and do stuff that's out of the ordinary, sometimes there's something wrong with it. And they can't say, hey, Keith, I don't think I want to fly that. I'm not feeling good. Can you put, get somebody to replace me? They can't tell you that. Except for you to, to they try to tell, they're trying to show you something wrong with them, but you got to pay attention to see it. That's something wrong with them. You know what I'm saying? You got to pay attention so you can see it. That's what I did. That's what I said. Wait a All of a sudden, this bird is acting weird. Let me see what's happening. And that's all I did. Figure it out. I got her straight. She's back straight again. But I know for a fact now, if you saw my bird's last Royal Rumble, this kid won't do that. They're not like that kid yet. This, they, no, they're not like that kid yet. Now, that, that nucleus that's still left from last year, that was part of the main kit last year, they still do it. It's like about some birds that added after the rumble and some birds that added this year. That was the second kid. They haven't got it yet. They're not there yet. It's gonna take a while for them to get there. Actually, it takes for me to fly them a little bit more, 
back to back after hits and stuff like that to finally get there. But I gotta find other kids. I gotta get, get the other bird troops ready. As I call them cadets. That's my new word. Not cadets, but cadets. Kit-dets. Cadets. That's my new word. It's gonna take off, watch. So I get my cadets ready. And they and once I get them ready and move birds around. I have a good second and first kit. I just gotta take the time and do it and move them around. You know what I'm saying? So now, so in my kit, I know for a fact that he and two cocks can make it to the breeding loft and do well. I know they can. But do I need them to do well? That's the question I gotta figure out or answer myself. So you guys, trying to compete so try to figure out to compete on the highest level try to think about beating somebody at their best no matter how good you think they are work on getting your birds to the point where you can beat them at their best you know what I'm saying you don't want to handicap people to bring them down so you can beat them or so they can't beat you that's not being competitive I'm sorry that's not so and that's what you guys gotta do that's my word to you that's what my words to you guys Figure that out and you'll be alright. Stop trying to beat your buddy. Stop trying to beat you with a tall shit here then. Just beat try to win, beat everything, win everything. Or try to put yourself in the best position to be able to win everything if everything falls in line for you. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, I'm gonna call this session, this segment quits for tonight. And I'll see you guys, talk to you guys later. So it was Keith London. Roger's about to sign off. So we're going to do select. We're going to breathe. We're going to fly. We're going to start the game. And we're going to repeat. Keith London. Out. <laughs>